welcome back to the denim lipstick where we have conversations and you listen on the dl (laughs) i'm so excited for this episode on the dl flumi and i have had the worst fucking week of 2024 worst can we just start with the fact that january lasted a whole eight years yeah no january felt (laughs) (laughs) it felt so long like it did like i feel like i've lived three lifetimes same and like i was so hopeful at the beginning like yeah right yes i remember when 2024 started i was like oh my god i'm so optimistic about what's gonna happen this year i feel like great things are coming literally we were both like we were in our vision board era mm-hmm. like it's our phone screen right now and can i just read to you this one really funny ick that i found on google <laughs> like literally okay for context she's been wanting to do this ick episode for so long but this episode has to come first before we do the ick episode but i'll let you have your moment foreshadow the next maybe the next two episodes or whatever who yeah knows. I get the ick really easily, Facts. and I've been judged a lot for getting the ick. And I wanted to go on Reddit to see what type of icks that girls have for guys to make myself not feel that judgmental. No, it's actually quite terrible. Like, maybe I'll say this for the next time, but one that she tells everyone and all our, like, guy friends are, like, irritated by is, like, the one where a guy chases after a coin like it's so specific to me and i'm like but honestly the first time i was like what the fuck is wrong with you but then ever since no i see it now okay yeah and like okay it's not just a coin it's just like anything like ping pong balls me and fumi went to go play ping pong with some guy friends and the minute she saw them chasing after ping pong balls she looked at me and she's like I get what you mean. <laughs> but also, I was low-key doing that as well, and I felt so embarrassed. But I don't know what it is. When I see a ball, like, running, I have to go, I have to go get it. Like, <laughs> okay, this is, this is the one that got me, like, oh, uh, slapping my knees. He held his fork weird, like, clutched the entire thing with his wrist facing upward. <laughs> Wait, like this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was bad when it was like this, but then she said, "Yo, you know me." Like, for me, so like classy that she doesn't even put her foot on the table. Wait, so, that's so random. Do people do that? Yeah, I've seen guys do that. No, yes, that's a, even with spoons. No, but like what I was gonna say, you know me. Like, I will have to address that. I will. <laughs> I cannot move forward when so, if I see you and your wrist up. <laughs> so okay, wait. So if you went on a first date with a guy and you were having dinner with him, you saw that he was eating with his fork like that. You would say something to him on your first date. I you don't would, know the guy. Yes. Well, what would you say to him? I would have to understand. Like, is this a joke? <laughs> Is this, or is this like some sort of like childhood trauma? Like, can I empathize with the situation? But if this is just how he is, yeah, no. Okay, but okay. This last one, this is the last one. Okay. 
You're so excited for this episode. Instead of saying, let's go get dinner, he would say, let's go get some din din. <laughs> I can't feel sad about that one. No, I'm sad because like I say din din. din. No, but I see it. If a guy said that to me, let's go get some. If we're pals, like no, yeah. If it's a friend, then yeah. Sure. Want no boss. Dun, dun. I have no idea what that was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, why was the okay? When was like the start of a the terrible week? Of January for you, like what was like the first event that caused this whole spiral down the sink drain? Honestly, for me, we could probably go back to like December twenty twenty three, where my ex twice over reached out to me, and you know, looking back on it now, I was kind of like, why not for the plot? Just for the plot, like let's have something fun to do. It's been a little boring. And for this pod, oh Fumi, yeah, Fumi does it for the pod, guys. I'm doing it for you guys. So honestly, it's an it was an altruistic endeavor. Altruistic, yeah. Okay. And so really, like, I'm not the clown in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like, I'll save this story for another day. Because I don't want to derail the conversation. But basically, like, it's over and done with. But it would have been fine if not the next day, this lady calls me up and she's like, bro, I might be getting fired tomorrow. Yo, okay, this is the same day, though. Oh, yeah. It was, wait, we need to set the scene for okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. So... <laughs> It seems like literally a lifetime ago. I won't lie. No, yeah. If it's literally only been a week, actually. Mwah, no boss. So we started January off really good. 2024 was looking like the best year of our lives. And two weeks in, me and Fumi are at the office. She, I mean, at this point, I knew that there was something going on between her and Yeah, because the... we had gotten lunch and I had told you how I was like getting all these red flags. Yeah. Yeah. About so, the situation. And then I was already down. I yeah, think. you were pretty sad. But um I but then I knew that that on the same day you were gonna have a conversation with him. Yeah. And you did do that. Yeah. For for quite a quite a while. Was it quite a while? The, it was like over ten minutes. Yeah. Which for me is a long time but i mean yeah. and also just to say i was dealing with like a minor like work emergency at the same time so while he's like giving me this speech on the phone i'm like literally like messaging my boss like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like this girl's multitasking life emergencies and work emergencies bro like in that moment like i was already kind of like done with the situation and remember, like, I kept telling you, like, I only wanted to be with someone, like, if, um, like, they were adding something to my life. And the only yeah. thing he was adding to my life was anxiety. So I had to, at that point, I was already, like, near the end. Yeah, like, myself. you're on your last straw. Yeah, pretty much. 
And like the second he started giving me the speech, like if it didn't end in that speech, it would have ended. In- so she goes to have her conversation with this guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening in this call because I'm doing my own stuff. And then like half an hour later, Fumi comes over to me and she's like, I'm going home. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I, I know like that if she- so dramatic. Dude, yeah, like if she, I knew that like if she wanted to tell me, she would in that moment. So I controlled myself and didn't say anything. I was like, okay. And like, I try to be supportive. She I literally looked, couldn't look you in the eye. I too. know, like, well, I just didn't know what's happening. Like, she looked so glum, and um, I was like, you know what? She'll tell me when she's ready. Yeah, I actually like I was so like numb in the moment, and I didn't want it to be a situation where I like looked you in the eye and like, like everything just came out. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, lo and behold, I get home and like absolutely nothing. I'm just like nothing there is nothing yeah so that's her side of the story she's literally chilling like a villain um, <laughs> i love that for me rather um i was like well, as soon as Fumi left i was getting anxiety because i was like oh my god like what happened in this call like her breaking up with this guy was the like the farthest like i thought I don't know. Maybe you guys didn't have a good call, but I thought you guys still would be together. Mm, we weren't together, by the way. Okay, they're like borderline together, but sure. Anyways, then like half an hour later, I'm like, oh my god, I need to make sure she's okay because she's not messaging me at this point, which is so unlike her. So I messaged her. I'm like, I just, I was like, are you okay? Blah. blah. And then she literally replies back, one sentence, texting, we're over. And I was like. Oh my the god. Drama. Dude, the, the, literally after she sent me that, I was so worried. I was like, oh my god, like, should I send her some hot chocolate or like <laughs> some books, some poetry? Anyways, that was my experience. You know what? The fact that you even like thought to do that, I feel like that's such like an indicator of a good friend. Like when I'm going through hard times, I like to just like keep things like to myself, like suffer in silence. And like Kathy just like she didn't like really let me do that because <laughs> I was messaging her 24 seven. she was like okay well if you need anything I'm here and yeah I'm like, no I okay I I don't I think some people prefer to first suffer in silence by mm-hmm. themselves yeah but at some point like we're humans and I I strongly believe mm-hmm. that you can't get through hard times without at least having like one person to talk about things with no i completely agree i definitely like you were definitely like that person for me so yeah hearts bars (laughs) anyway so part two of this fucking uh tragedy tragedy (laughs) is um after fumi told me that they were over she didn't text me anything else so i was like okay i'll just let her deal with her own stuff Mm -hmm. then we get these mysterious calls scheduled with me and some people on our team and we're we work in tech and we know that you know layoffs have been happening in tech companies and we're like oh my god like by the dozen yeah not even like by the dozen by the thousands so we thought you know we were getting laid off and we not including me by the way okay yeah not including for me but like (laughs) she's not like with me at this point so like i can't say anything and i didn't want to like text her about it because she was going through her own shit so i was like you know what i'll do it this by myself and the people that i was with at the time mm-hmm. 
Um, but I just really want to freak out to Fumi because sometimes, like, I don't know why, it feels really good to freak out to her sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're just so unserious with each other. Like, literally, while she tells me this later, just to jump, like, that she might be getting fired, she's like, <laughs> 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 literally, exactly this. I'm like, this is not the energy of someone <laughs> who's genuinely afraid for their life right now. <laughs> Okay, but, keep going. Um, yeah, no, I had anxiety literally for the rest of the day. Yeah. And then at night, Fumi sends me a photo of her and this baby that her cousin had. And I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, my day is made. Or she said something like that. And I was like, no, I was like, life makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so cryptic. And I was like, I was like, WID. <laughs> And she, anyways, I got the feeling that she was okay mentally. I was, I was. Yeah, so I just, like, texted her back saying, I think I said something like, I don't mean to derail the conversation, but I think I might be getting fired. Yeah. And then her immediate response was, OMG, call me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, we ended up calling that night, and that was, like, the best call of my life. because really? Yeah, because I think... There were so many, like, segments to the story, mm-hmm. like, that I can't share, obviously, here. But every time I would say something, she would be like, <gasps> <gasps> She literally never had this reaction before anything. Yo. And I was how, shocked. Yeah, how did you feel in that moment? Bro, I won't lie. Like, in that moment, I was just like, what? I was just, like, surprised and, like, disappointed. You know, I feel like I wanted to have more faith in humanity and, like, honestly, all the things I'd seen about, like, big corporate, like, I just thought, like, oh, that's just the movies, you know? Like, yeah. I just felt naive, to be honest. Like, that was probably the big- biggest thing I felt. Yeah. No, I think, like, also at the, like, at that moment, mm-hmm. I feel like both of us really started to believe or to figure out that business is business. Oh, yeah. Like, that's like the one hardest thing I think we've learned mm-hmm. in our 20s, well, at least for me, is that you're just a number. For real. And that makes me, that reminds me of this time when I was kind of like um, in a conversation with my boss and um, he asked me why I didn't like report something to him sooner. And I was like, well, like we're friends and I didn't want to like do her like that. And he was like, hold up, hold up, hold up we're not friends like oh. she's your co-worker like that oh. was I was like oh <laughs> but like because like the previous message to us when we were at startup is like we're a family okay can I also say that that's also equally as toxic but sure let's <laughs> it was it was its own different kind of toxic but yeah okay anyway at this point Kathy's like dying of anxiety and like the next day um things start moving and I have a like meetings that morning but I'm like texting Kathy on the side like what's going on like because I'm in a totally different department from she and like yeah so you just weren't texting me back I don't don't even understand if I ever explained to you how anxious I was that day I didn't know I didn't even realize how much time had passed because like basically it was hours (laughs) I felt no every minute no but that day I swear I had like I don't know how many calls but I had mo- like she so did. many calls back to back and combined with people just ad hoc calling me mm-hmm. about different things but 
basically what had happened was the next day um the layoffs started and people were called one by one and i think like by the end of the day i was like kind of in denial i felt like i was going through a breakup Mm -hmm. um it didn't really hit me until like several hours later i think the hardest part though was the people who got laid off they were some of our closest friends Mm-hmm. and I've never worked at a company where you could be this close to the people you work with yeah. to the point where I wouldn't even introduce them as my coworker. Like that yeah. feels like offensive to say, like Honestly. they're your friends. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> getting reset. I'm literally thinking about it. It's not, it's just like, in my mind, I was like, it's not fair. Like, like what makes me different from them? Like, why did I get to stay and like they got like had to leave? Yeah. But honestly, they were super positive about it. Like they it was kind of like the push that they needed to like take the next step in their lives. Yeah. And honestly, like that's also why I love these people so much, because they're always so positive and yeah. so like I don't know, not much could get them down. And it was just inspiring to me, to be honest. Cause I know if that was me, I would be balling. <laughs> like no one talked to me. Like, bro, like <laughs> so honestly, it really taught me a lesson in perspective. Yeah. Like it's really the story you tell yourself about a situation. That was beautiful. Thank you. I'm beautiful. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so are you Kathy thanks on the inside it just kind of spiraled into like this existential crisis yeah I don't I really like looking back now I don't know what it was about this whole situation that week turned into the worst week of our lives and we're here now (laughs) what did you feel when you were going through that week honestly tumultuous is the word that comes to mind Dude, just, i don't even know what that means in, just up and down it oh. was so chaotic like in terms of work though i was just so unmotivated in my head i was like what's the point of all of this like i'm just a number i mean nothing to these people yeah but i think like in the end maybe it was a lesson i had to learn if i'm gonna stay in the corporate environment long term is that like do your job and get out like friends family no your family (laughs) your family's your family your family's your family and these are your coworkers. but obviously like I still have these bonds with the people that are there now but I'm just saying like in my next job like I don't know I don't don't know how to keep it oh my gosh do you okay so you think this experience has will impact you in your next job to not form these strong relationships because i feel like you're not that person i'm to really like... not i'm really not like i put my heart into everything i do so like i don't know what that looks like for me which is why i i was saying like i don't know if corporate the corporate environment is where i'm gonna stay long term yeah but like dude but that's something different about gen z is that mm-hmm. i re- okay so when our parents or our parents parents yeah. go to work they probably did not even have this kind of relationship with their yeah. coworkers. But even now, like some of our friends work in big tech and they see the relationships that we have and so they're confusing. Yeah, to they're them. so confused. They're like, we could never like we share memes with our coworkers. We but, like Instagram DM each other. 
and it's just not fathomable by some people. Yeah, like some of like they don't even know the names of like all their coworkers, and I'm like, <laughs> how? But, <laughs> I just I think like for me and you though, like we need that. Like I can't imagine spending fifty percent of my life with people who I can't even know personally. Or yeah. I think that's like the difference between this generation and the previous one, though, as well, is that like basically like what you were saying, like they keep their head down, they do their job and like they move on. But like for me, like you said, you're spending 50 percent of your life like in this thing. Like I should love it. I should be passionate about it. And if I'm not all those things, then like what am I doing? Yeah. But disclaimer, if you're the type to like clock in, clock out your job, that's also totally fine. No, like I, I almost think it's better that way. Like I like if someone gets like fired, you're like, I right, see ya. Like <laughs> literally not, not like it literally knocked us out for a week. Like Yeah, no, it did. Like no. And it's still kind of like I don't know, has played into my perspective. I think it will for a while, but like the intense yeah. situation was probably just for a week. But Yeah. I literally yeah. wasn't expecting it to, if I'm gonna be honest. Same. Kathy cried. <laughs> what did i cry twice girl at the dinner oh wait okay no 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 no, no, no. okay i need to like set the scene for this so the night that we heard about the layoffs we took our beloved friend Mm -hmm. to go out for dinner with us Mm -hmm. and i forced everyone around the table to say a really nice thing about him and when it got to my turn, okay, so everyone had already went. It was my turn. I start saying something. And she just laughs. And I, I could not stop laughing, but I was also not sober at this point. So <laughs> whatever. I said something and I started to get a little sappy. No, can, you didn't give that the weight it needed. She laughed for, I swear to you, 10 minutes straight. Like, every time she tried to say something, she just, like, burst out laughing. Like, at this point, everyone's, like, on their phones. Like, they're checked out. They literally didn't care what I had to say anymore because I just couldn't say it. But anyways, uh, when I got one sentence out, I looked to my left, and Fumi's literally sobbing with, like, tissues on her eyes. She's like... And uh, that was the moment. That was the, that was the moment I started to cry because... No, the, I was not sobbing. Okay, well, you look like you were sobbing too. That was the most I've seen you cry, actually. Because what? Yeah, because I think the most I've seen you cry is you tear up and you have, like, one or two tears. True. But I'm- this time, there were multiple tears, and you had to, like keep a tissue up on your eyes the entire time and the the tears are flowing so that to me is sobbing no like girl sobbing is like (laughs) (laughs) anyway so how do you how would you say like you overcame the week like how did i get myself through it yeah you know what i genuinely think that having you to talk about it Mm -hmm. and to like just be in the moment with really helped yeah and I think just time because like you don't realize this but it's a lot of grief to like spend every single day for the past two years with someone Mm -hmm. like I just keep thinking like they celebrate my birthdays with me and not just one multiple exactly and like anniversaries breakups true work anniversaries no true like we've been through so much with them exactly like every like major point in my life it's been with them and in so, the past couple few years. Yeah. 
And so, like, genuinely, though, I think the only thing that really helps you get over grief is, or helps you when you're grieving, is time. Oh, that's so nice. And you know what they say, the price of love is grief. So, yeah. yeah. This one's for you guys. Yeah, this episode is dedicated to you guys. We heart you. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, I hope you guys enjoyed our little rant i think um this is super therapeutic for me i know i hope it was for you (laughs) i don't think so well if not this is your sign to call your bestie and tell them you love them yeah before you never get to see them again they're not dead (laughs) (laughs) they're still there But um, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. This was actually amazing. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and tell us when was the last time that you had to grieve someone? <laughs> Ooh, that's a little sad. Anyway, like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you can if you want. If you want it. to, but just leave a heart emoji to tell us that you listened to this to the end. Love you guys. Love you guys.